support that person. You can't, um, it's still a mental illness, but I do think it is, we need to have compassion and, and also pray for the person too. I well, think a lot of times we are too, not like praying. The biggest takeaway I got was, it's just they didn't feel comfortable in their own skin. And so yeah. I think finding a way, I don't know how this would look or work, it's just finding a way to like make them comfortable with like being can't relate to cancel culture hookup culture or victim culture well neither could we we created this platform for those other girls girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a christian and conservative worldview we talk about life relationships work pop culture and true crime from a christian conservative perspective Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing that traditional values. Happy weekend, everyone. I really hope you cannot hear my annoying roommates in the other room talking. (laughs) I think they're being loud. I might have to shut the door. (laughs) I can't really hear them. Okay. They're being loud. Cackling like a gaggle of girls. I know, they are like little girls giggling, aren't they? <laughs> oh, crap, my door reopened. Of course. <sighs> so we are packing to move, and I just have stuff everywhere right now. Oh, are you are you going to talk about that, or are you going to wait to do a separate episode on that? Uh, I mean, well, I don't know. It, we'll see who listens to the podcast to comment on it because we haven't made it public. So okay, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, okay, she's talking about it. All right. Well, we're moving. I'm not going to say where yet, but it's kind of a big move. Yeah, we're finally like moving into a house, which is exciting. Yeah. So there are of you. Well, yeah, I mean, we're still renting, but at least it's a house and an apartment. It still, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell people you're renting. You just be like, yeah, this is our home. We will be in the house. It may or may not be owned by us. (laughs) Don't ask us about a mortgage. Mortgage, mortgage. I don't know her. Yeah. Mortgage. Don't ask about this housing market. It's way too crazy right now. Yeah. I have two other friends who wanted to get a house during the season. It says it's awful. No, it's like anything that's like reasonably priced that's not crap is off the market yeah my friend said things will be out for like 15 minutes and then gone like, yeah and then it's gone and it's like they paid 20 to thirty thousand dollars over asking price yeah just so they can get it and like I, I think I think like I've heard people have like seeing like sight on like seeing and paying 20 thirty thousand dollars over oh wow I feel like now is a good time to sell that was yes, not a good time to but, buy. The, but then you have to buy. That's the issue. It's like, yeah, okay, fair. it's a good time to sell if you have a second home that you can move I'll, into while right. you're waiting for everything to go down. It's also like, I mean, even like we've looked at like building and even just like resources for building right now. It's just like out there. Like the price of timber is ridiculously I've high. Heard, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. It's just, at least we don't have mean tweets, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, speaking of like packing, like I had like a big oopsie like this week. What'd you do? So I've been working on like Marie condoing my home and like getting rid of stuff. And I got rid of something of Sebastian that I was not supposed to get rid of. And he was like really upset about it. Oh no. Can you share what it was? Yes. So I was like I told him like hey babe I'm getting rid of all the DVDs we had everything like we have on DVD is on streaming now and we have pretty much all the streaming platforms and he's like okay yeah yeah that's fine and 
I was like talking to him, and I'm like, yeah, like I went to, I donated to Goodwill, I went to Goodwill. Like I get like, cause like sometimes you can find like real steals in Goodwill. And so like I go to Goodwill and I'm like, oh man, like they had that Star Wars movies I donated are all gone now. He's like, what? You donated my Star Wars collection? <laughs> and I feel so, like those could be uh, worth money. Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> So, but okay, so in my defense, I had bought it for him off Amazon. So, this is why I didn't think anything of it because I never seen Star Wars at the Me time neither, I bought it in like 2019, which I'm very surprised you have it. I know. But in 2019, there's no Disney Plus. And so, the only way to watch it was like DVD. And so, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just buy these because I know Sebastian loves Star Wars. I've never seen them. And so, I bought a this first six movies like group off Amazon for like 40 bucks <coughs> sorry about that and um I donated it not thinking like they're on Disney plus we have Disney plus we're fine we're Gucci no need like no need to keep this I'm recondoing it we watched them well we watched the third movie once like that's it so like we never watched it we never used them I'm like you know like someone else can have it we can just watch on Disney plus and apparently he he was like why would you give this away this could be worse something I'm like well first off it's only the first six movies those are the ones that are gonna be worse (laughs) that's okay I was like I was like okay like I'll buy you another one if it means that much because I was like I went the next day to donate another thing and so I, I went inside to look and I'm like man those are already gone like the great showman like, of mine was still there like all these other great <laughs> movies were still there but the Star Wars is gone I'm like people not know you can get this from Disney Plus they were probably like oh my god what a so they were like, oh my I've god been... this... yeah oh god. Like, I could have paid $600 a... for this wow it wasn't... how can it seem like a collector's edition I just got six, like, the grouping of, like, six movies, like, collection, not a collector's. Yeah. Um, my like, brother. My first, like, oopsie. And, like, I will say, like, my husband's not big on getting rid of stuff. Um, When I was going through his stuff, I'm like, dude, you have shirts, like, Hollister shirts in here from high school that I've oh never seen you wear. And so, like, it was, like, a big thing to get him to donate stuff. And, like, definitely <laughs> donate stuff. Because I'm, like, look, like, we're paying movers. <laughs> and, like, we're paying for, like, how much weight it is. And I'm, like, we're not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm nice. trying to you guys are getting everything movers? I can. <laughs> yeah. The next time I move, that's the, what I'm doing. Well, we live on the third floor. And, like, we, like, some of the best advice we got was, like, just hire movers. Like, yeah. it's worth it. it they'll break down all your furniture make sure it's like what we're doing is like um hiring like just the labor so honestly we're just getting them to like break down our furniture put it all in the truck and we hired a u-haul or into u-haul so then you'll drive it yeah are they going to unload it no which is unloading is not that difficult sure it's It's the breaking down part is the issue I'm like more of that, a cheerleader than labor type, so it's all. I'd rather show up at the end with your like, "Welcome, here's a charcuterie board and some wine." Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I mean it's not too bad. Like the biggest thing is just like breaking down the furniture and wrapping it and putting it in the truck so it doesn't get scratched. Yeah. That's what I need from them. Yeah, and especially and I can do floor. everything else. Especially the third floor. I can't even imagine. Well, and that's the big thing is like, because like, so the, we're going to like a house, it's like two floors and it's like, it's not that bad, but no. it's just like the three floors, like everything going up and down three floors is rough. Yeah. Um, so your oopsie reminded me of my brother um, when, what is it? Was President Bush? No, nine when nine eleven happened, the Spider Man comics like had some sort of like special edition. Oh no! My mom bought it 
because she's like, oh, this is good. Because like comics in general, comics can like rack up. My mm-hmm. brother being just a comic book kid trades his comic books all the time. He traded his 9-11 special edition Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. And my mom was just like, oh my God, like <laughs> we could be rich. <laughs> but he traded it. He traded it in because he just didn't know at the time. And now it's like anytime there's like a special edition, any of us will be like, oh, we got to grab it. Because my like, I didn't realize a lot of those old things that are very niche become mm-hmm. very very popular what's Mm -hmm. okay speaking of niche i gotta tell this story this is super funny and then we probably should get into it because we got you know we got stuff to say um so last weekend we were i went to this galentine's day party and it was so fun it was super cute it was pink and red and like just so galentine's day so we played this game it's like um it's just like one of those games you buy I'm pretty sure she got it from Amazon and like there's different cards that have different meanings well to start the game you had to whoever had the most followers on Instagram so everybody's saying how many followers they have and if you know Instagram I don't have a lot of followers I have 3,000 and 3,500 and some change that's not really a lot a lot is like 10,000 that's like a good amount though for like the average person sure sure so I say how much I have everybody's like oh my gosh are you popular or no are you a celebrity are you an influencer are you an influencer and in my head I'm like this really isn't a lot like the coveted 10k is really what people don't know like 10k is influencer well you don't need that now you don't need that now but you definitely like 3,000 isn't really getting me as many deals as I'd like anyway that's not the point so what I'm bringing this up because it was funny because I was like well I'm not really I wouldn't say I'm an influencer but I would say that in a particular niche people do value my opinion on certain things and I was like these are girls I just met do I bring up that topic do I bring up the particular niche in front at a party in front of people I don't know or do I just laugh it off so I was like you know what I'll just I'll laugh it off because I feel that'd be really uncomfortable. So, okay, so you're an influencer. Well, I'm kind of in a specific niche. What's the niche? The anti-abortion community. <laughs> and then that would just, oh, okay. And that I just felt like that'd be uncomfortable at a Valentine's Day party with people I literally just met. That's the other thing. Like, even like with work, I just, I have to word how I say it because it's politics and then people start asking questions and then god forbid they hate like (laughs) the person you work for or even the party and you know they don't like me because of that they're not my real friend but also too there's an appropriate time and an appropriate place for everything I just thought that was like a (laughs) funny antidote sorry I'm like dying from like allergies Okay, I was like, please laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's how- no, I thought I was like, I'm just like dying here. <laughs> That's how it was speaking with the high schoolers at my old high school. We were like making jokes and they were just like, and I was like, oh, please <laughs> laugh. Like, this, I, I, I think it's funny. Please laugh. But I think they, they cared. They care what we had to say. Cause they had questions. Um, some people had a couple questions at the end. So I was like, okay, they were listening. Good. They just didn't find me funny, but that's fine. <laughs> Gen Z and all their TikTok dances. Okay, I did a TikTok dance. I know. I was like, we could have. <laughs> my brother told me he was like, when you go up there, just be yourself. Don't do anything weird. Don't do a dance. I was like, I can, I can do this. He's like, seriously, don't try to fit in just go up there I'm like okay okay I did think like would that be interesting if we did do some sort of dance but then I was like no we, we haven't been practicing I didn't think it'd go well um okay so the tea cap let's get into it you have a cup near you let's drink yes. some tea but, yeah I started using like glass or like metal instead of plastic when I that's good water. Classic is an endocrine. After our interview that's coming out later this month. Next month, really but yes. Good. 
Yes. Next month. I don't know. We're still in February. I know. I know. Are we? Yeah. You know, like, I've been in February long And I'm like, it's so true. It's like, February is like the shortest month, but it feels the longest. Yeah, it really does. Too much stuff happens in February, I feel like. To try to pack too many things. Anyway, so I wanted to not necessarily, I have talk about Kanye on there, but I don't want to talk about Kanye. I just want to talk about this um, little thing that I saw. So if anybody follows Rusalad on YouTube, he's like a Christian rapper type guy. You would like some of his stuff, Vic. And he just talks yeah. about like cultural things. I'll have to send it to you. Anyway, so he made a really good video about like how we should be praying for Kanye or like so I, and I really had to check my heart because at the, I saw something about Kanye I was like oh let me see what that is so I was listening to it and then he started pulling up scripture and I was like oh okay now it's getting boring and I was like you know what no like this is the problem like we like to see drama we like but when someone brings in scripture which is where it should always go back to then we are turned off by it so I'm going to link the video and that's the only reason why I wanted to bring it up um, I think Ruslan had some really good things and he used scripture to, to back up a lot of things he said. And on one of his Instagram posts, I did think this was funny, even though I know he wasn't trying to be funny. He like commented, hey brother, I know a good um, Christian therapist. And I know he was being dead serious, but it was just funny because I'm like, Kanye probably doesn't even know you. and He probably doesn't care what you have to say. But he was being serious and, and he's a nice guy, at least from online he seems nice this next thing I meant to ask you before we started recording if you want to talk about it um but we don't have to it's um my brother sent it to me so apparently in some types of rap music if you murder someone you can talk about it in a rap and they can be used against you but this mayor wants people to stop doing it we can talk about it next week but that's what that is. I know there's like because Sebastian loves rap. Oh, and I didn't know, I know that. that. Oh yeah, he loves rap. That's what okay. he like grew up listening to is rap. And so there's like um some rapper that's like rapping straight about murder and it's like in jail. He's probably it's like, smarter, probably. It's like I got murder on my mind, like something like that. Okay. And it's so creepy. I hate, like, that song. It's, like, so creepy when it comes on. Yeah. I don't know who that He's is. literally singing about murder. Um, well, they want to make it illegal. Quick. They want to make it illegal. My brother was like, oh, you should talk about this on your podcast. Because technically, that goes against your free speech if you can't rap about murder. But it's also, like, should you be rapping about murder? Like, it's where um, is the line? It was, like, YNW Melly is his name. This is like released in like 2017. I think he's in jail now. But he's like so like creepy looking too. Like I'm gonna look uh, him up. Y N what? Uh Y N W Melly. Smells like Nelly but with an M. But apparently they're like seeking like the death penalty. Oh my gosh, he does look kind of creepy. Like he just looks so creepy. And it's like he like like wrote a song. It's called like suicidal. Like oh, I will say. He, and he's this... twenty. What's crazy is he's twenty two years old. These songs like his album came out in like twenty seventeen. So that's five years ago. He's rapping about this when he was seventeen, eighteen. Well, apparently, according to this article, says he'll be released in two months. So this is a good plug, even though he doesn't pay us. Bryson Gray has a new song out called Controlled. It's actually really good. Um, everybody should listen to it if you want to listen to rap. But we can talk about this next week or we can keep going with this topic. Yeah, I'm curious. So about the free in speech, February 2019, yeah. he was arrested and charged with two counts of first degree murder and faces life imprisonment or the death penalty if convicted. He's also a suspect in the 2017 murder of a sheriff's deputy um in 2019 he played not guilty on the double murder charges currently awaiting trial and so okay so the new york city mayor eric adams he wants to uh okay it says that uh he wants to get rid of these so they're those type of songs are called drill rap songs 
And mm -hmm. okay, so it says, as and that's terrifying to New York City Mayor Eric Adams, cops and victims of the genre, sometimes trigger happy rappers who glorify killing in their songs, are quick to reach for guns to settle disputes. Adam calls to ban drill rap videos with social media following the murder of Jaquan McKinley, an 18-year-old who performed under the name of She Wivitz. I don't know how to say it because there's no vowels anyway, and was shot dead in an ambush last week. Oh, wow. Outside of a recording studio in Bed-Stuy as he put the music under scrutiny drill rappers are surging in popularity partly due to their flashy videos um the brooklyn da said we've had a number of shootings in brooklyn recently that are directly related to drill rap the rappers appear on facebook live and instagram live and they're taunting their rivals in revi rival gang territory saying we're here come get us uh, i mean honestly to me what's the difference between like wrapping it and posting like a status saying hey we're here you know like what's the difference with that like to me it's not the rap's fault for the gang violence it's not um that's it's just... not gonna solve anything because it's like okay i go from rapping this is where i'm located come get me to hey let me text you this is my location like what's the difference between that I guess their idea is that, like, I guess from their perspective, it's, like, you're hyping, like, more people are seeing it as opposed to just, like, texting someone. I'm here, pull up. Well, yeah, more people are seeing think, it. So it's igniting. Yeah. It's, like, making it almost, like, popular and cool. Well, listen well, to... So, yes, okay, but if they're rapping anyway, not just for this, like, and they just post a picture saying, hey, come see me, like, come get me. Like, what's the difference between them just not wrapping this, but still posting about it? Like, I just don't really think the issue is the rap. The rap. It's, it's the it's, heart behind it's the, it. Yeah, it's the people making the decisions. So and it's like, make, what are you doing to try to find alternatives to this? Right. And the mayor says that this is his quote we pulled trump off of twitter because of what he was spewing yet we're allowing music displaying guns and violence we're allowed it to stay on these sites at a press conference he walked say young men and women we heard you said you were going to ban well someone came up to him and said we heard you were going to ban drill rapping i did not say that what i said was the violent people who are using drill rapping to post who they killed and then antagonize the people who they're going to kill is what the problem is they're going to track i disagree because i think it helps the cops know who to get off the street i'm so torn because i do think like and this is a good topic wow my brother i wonder if he actually low-key listens um this is a good topic because i'm so torn like i it's the person it's the person's fault it's not the rap's yeah. fault it's not and i think you made a good point when i did teen court there were kids who would post on facebook okay we're going to have a fight at blah 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 and the kids will still come and then there'd be like a whole group of the kids at the school so like um if like my the kids that post hey i'm gonna bring bomb this school you don't right. see them getting pulled off social media right so it's like i mean if they're gonna do it they're gonna do it kids are always gonna find a way to do bad things so we need to be pushing like the positive that's how maybe that's how we should fix it and mm -hmm. like I just, I hate that this is even a thing. Like, I didn't even know this was like a thing. And it's crazy. Like, we just need to be pushing like more positive music. And it doesn't even have to be like straight up Jesus, but I don't understand why you're rapping about people killing people. Like, why is that a thing? And there's some good know. rap. There's good, I mean, you know, even the defamed Kanye West has some good rap songs. Like, it's just... Oh, that drama this past week, like, oh, I'm really concerned about him. Like, I, and like, I've seen a lot of posts. I'm like curious, like, I've seen a lot of posts of people posting like, hey, like, this is what a toxic relationship looks like. This is what a toxic person looks like. We thought it was okay. We were like, oh, that's sweet that he bought a house across the street from Kim to be closer to the kids. And then we're 
And then he's like, yeah, like, and then we thought, oh, it was sweet when he was like, I don't want our marriage to end. But then it's like, well, why are you dating someone else? And like the way you're posting when Kim Kyle, like you've been dating like like multiple women for a couple years now. And when Kim starts dating, you freak out. And it's just like, I think, I don't think he's right in mentally right now. And I don't think it's like safe for the kids. Cause I think you really see like the other side where he's like toxic, unsafe, and then might be in an abusive relationship. I am going to say something that is super controversial. I'm not no saying it is an abusive me. relationship, but I think it might, like, people are saying, like, people that are, like, psychologists are saying, like, hey, based off his actions, this looks abusive. I'm going to say something kind of controversial. Don't hate me, everyone listening. I, well, first thing is, Kanye's definition of not caring about anyone slash not having to. Nothing, Kanye has already proven nothing he can do can get, he's almost like a god on earth. He's uncancelable. Yeah. Like, nothing he, he can do. Cancel His him. streams went up because yeah. of all of this. Which is sad. Like, it's, I'll admit, I was like, let me see what this man, I, I listened to I will say, songs. I was following the drama. I'm like, I don't I, and follow I, him. I did follow him. I did follow him. I think that it, he is doing what people who have not, like, not that he has nothing to lose, but like, he can't, no one can really touch him. Like, that's how much of a celebrity he is. No one can really touch him. So he's doing things that the reality, like, for example, setting those flowers. A normal flowers, person can't do. A normal person cannot do that. Like, that's just impossible, <laughs> you know? Some of the, and he doesn't, it doesn't matter to him because he doesn't have to impress anybody. Like, even Kim, Kim has to keep up a certain level because she does care about impressing people. So she has to maintain a certain level. And I'm, I do too. I maintain a certain level of certain things. I was debating whether I was going to say this opinion because I do have to maintain a certain level. Kanye doesn't have to do that. Now, do I think he's gone off the deep end? Yeah, he's gotten a little crazy. I I really hesitate to say it's abusive. I I mean, say whatever. I I would want someone to fight for me if I if I was yeah, I, I, would want I someone think to fight there's a me. difference between like fighting for you and like because fighting for you, it's like, okay, like, okay, so you, hypothetically speaking, like, you're like, you're Kim, I'm Kanye. If I truly was fighting for you, I would not be dating other women. See, I would what... not be buying a ranch that is in states away. And I would not be posting our personal messages and like, all over social media and making this like a public display. Like, I would be going like, I'm going to fight for you and show you I care about you and what's important to you. Because we're normal. Like Kanye lives in a whole nother world. The social, in his mind, I don't know what's in his mind, but you know. In I his, think he's gone being, manic. Well, being devil's advocate, he knows that Kim cares about social media. He knows that's what she's looking at. How do you reach her? If she's not returning your text. If she's not doing anything, how do you reach See, her? But I just Go on social media. If you look, if you look at the screenshots of text he posted they're talking back and forth yeah but they might not have been talking before that I don't know I'm just I'm just saying like if I yeah. was dating someone who was super into social media how do you get their attention you go on social media I think it's inappropriate and we know that that's wrong but like I mean mm -hmm. he even said he didn't understand that all caps means you're yelling I mean how out of touch can you be <laughs> but you know oh, what I'm saying? I think all it was his manager pulling taking his phone away and doing the post themselves like see I don't I don't think that I don't I don't know but here's the thing we don't even know we don't know what's yeah. really going on his new album is coming out and you know 
because you know, of some people have said too is like he's doing this for publicity but i, I don't know if I he's doing it for publicity i'm just saying like <laughs> well i think like i mean kim has talked about it for like the last time he acted like this he has having like mental health issues and kind of gone manic i also and so i'll also i think this. it's that i low-key don't like how we always jump to manic because i feel no I, no no I he's like, like i think they've been like professionally diagnosed it's like no he's never out. been he's never been professionally diagnosed that's just what the yeah, whole so world I, i'm pretty let me triple check i'm pretty sure he has never been professionally diagnosed I'll that's just what the whole world okay like well even if he like i just i don't like how we just automatically start assuming like yeah he is this like he's definitely in the middle of a mental health crisis maybe he like i really think part of it is like he just does not have okay Harley yeah Quinn. he okay he has bipolar disorder in an interview with David Letterman Wes detailed his experience with the disorder saying that during an episode everything could feel like a conspiracy you feel the government is putting chips in your head he told Letterman adding that he only got his diagnosis two years prior to the 2019 interview okay. so he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and then like even like in August 1st 2020 um he apparently like Kanye apologized and then um something about him I I'm um, not saying that I'm pro Kanye I'm just giving everyone just giving oh yeah so he has since apologized to wife Kim Kardashian was saying to Kim I want to say I know I hurt you please forgive me thank you for always being there for me um she's asked for compassion for her husband knowing that those who are close to Kanye know his heart and understand his words sometimes do not align with his intentions. I just think it's not a healthy, like, he's just not healthy right now. I also, I think that could be it, but I also really think that he's just doing, like, what, if we had the money and if we did not care about every, like, he's not picking up on social cues. Like, I really think that has well, a lot to do with Well, that's part of the disorder. Oh, there's some people who don't have disorders that don't pick up a social cues though well no but i think it's part of when he's in ma- like manic it's kind of like i mean i know what manic it, is i know yeah what manic is. well especially if like bipolar you kind of have like like he said he's like i feel like the world's out to get me when i'm in manic which based on his actions and what he's saying it sounds like he's describing the world out I to just, get him i i really i low-key because i i feel I don't know. I think like the Kardashians gonna put on a front saying, "Hey, like everything's good and fine and dandy," but I think like deep down, like there, there's something definitely off about him. And that okay, so that goes back to what I was saying. They're gonna put up the front because they have some. They have that in them. Have you, you know, uh, have you seen what's that movie with the girl? Ha ha ha! She. um, if you're watching, you're probably just as confused as Vic. Um, uh, um, <laughs> gosh, it says Daddy's Little Monster. Harley Quinn. Okay. Har- have you seen any of the movies with Harley Quinn? No. I'm sorry. That was not a good description of her. Um, ignore what you just saw. But anyway, so what I realized about Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn has this thing in her where she does not care. She will do whatever, like, I don't Isn't concern. Harley Quinn have like bipolar disorder too? I think Harley Quinn yeah. is just crazy. Uh, but there's people who Oh well, yeah. There's people who like just maybe it's because I admire them. I admire being able to just go out and do stuff. Maybe that's why I'm like not I don't want to say, say I'm defending him, but I'm just giving up an alternative point of view. Um and I've seen a lot of people make this, I've seen two people. I've seen two things that people have said. People have said, everybody's mad at Kanye, but this is Kim's fourth divorce, which I think is an interesting, interesting take. I saw another thing was like her third. Ray J. Might be her third. Chris and Kanye. But Chris. I but I will say like I think people are like, I know like the morning toast is like you really can't count the first two. The first one, she was like what eighteen, and that lasted not long. Her other marriage lasted like seventy days. It wasn't really a marriage. Yeah, but uh, 
if you value marriage, like neither one, that's not okay. Because if you that's value what she was marriage. saying on like the keeping up with the Kardashians. I remember them talking about it, saying like she was like, I can't believe I have to go through like my third divorce before like I'm 40. And oh, the God, and like so the sad. girls were like, Yeah, like I mean it's really like how is this like a third divorce? Like the other two, like her first two marriages were not marriages. Like yeah, paper-wise no, they were, but yeah, no, nah, I disagree. I disagree. If you're gonna say you're gonna be there forever, you're gonna make that. I don't care how old you are. I don't care. Seventy-two days. It's a legit marriage, and I think. Well, yeah, I it's know not you the paperwork and all that jazz, but like, I mean, it wasn't. I look at it like it's not a true emotion. Like emotionally, I don't think it was like a marriage. Does that make sense? I think they're just no. kind of more caught up in the hype, the hype and the concept of marriage. Anyway, um, the other thing I saw, it said, what it said, like, notice how we're the only ones calling Kim crazy, but none of Kim's friends or family have said anything. Or I'm sorry, we're calling Kanye crazy, but none of Kim's friends and family said anything. Which made me think about how you said they probably are just putting up a front to like put a smile on. Everything's gonna be okay. It's almost over, I'm sure. So that made me think of that. But I don't know. I just but I hate I that we're involved. Say, like, like I, feel like we're I in- wouldn't. And I think Tim wanted this to be a private matter. Oh, I'm sure like, most people do. And <laughs> and well, that but that's what I'm saying. It's like why is Kanye making this a public matter? when everyone and that's why you're not seeing because like that's why you're not seeing the Kardashians commenting on it and like yeah I know they were saying like anything like with like Kanye or any of like the other siblings like significant others they get the permission to show it on the show like Kanye and like stuff with Kanye was like rarely shown because Kanye didn't want to be shown on the show but Kim had to like ask for permission. Had to ask Kanye for permission to show him. Yeah, because it's just like yeah. Well, I don't think that's weird. Well, no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like for the fact that as you were saying, like, well, they don't talk about it, but they did talk about keeping up the Kardashians. But oh. it was more from the perspective of Kim, like not wanting like a third divorce. But it's like anything that they talk about has to be kind of like approved beforehand. Okay, fair. Put okay, that fair. out. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that was just something that I saw. I'm not necessarily saying I agree or disagree with that. I, I don't know. I just, I, I saw another thing. It was like, hey, can you take me out of this group chat? I never asked to be in this, and that's also how I like. It feels like we're in people's like marital, and I don't like that. Like, leave us out. But I was yeah. like I said, I think his mindset is. She cares so much about social media. I'm gonna give her attention. I'm gonna be on social media. I feel like that's what it is. I yeah. and I really I do think ha- he's definitely wanting attention from her because oh, he's absolutely. not getting it. I don't. Yeah, he's not going to write it about it. But yeah, yeah. And last thing I'm gonna say, I just hesitate saying that he's abusive. I just hesitate. He could be. He very well could he be. Could but be. I hesitate. That's what the, I've seen people say like. Hey, like I was in an abusive relationship and this looks abusive to me. And I I do this with a lot of things I do and people can call me out on this, but I do feel like a lot of times people tend to project. So I, like, yeah, I don't put I a lot of stock that. when people say that. You know, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. That's our opinion on Kanye. Don't hate me. I'm not saying that it's everything he's doing is great. My only takeaway is Yeah, I don't think anyone would say what he's doing is great. It's just like he's trying to get her attention and he's just it's inappropriate. Well, it's inappropriate and I went out of the group chat. Okay, um, so our next story. (laughs) Um So our next story is you want to go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Former staff that one. Okay, so former staff say abortion clinic owner covered up sexual abuse lied about being a nurse. Three former abortion workers have accused a North Carolina abortion facility owner of brandishing a shotgun lying about being a nurse and other bizarre behavior in a whistleblower complaint to state health authorities. The Daily Wire reports the whistleblowers are former employees of Family Reproductive Health, an abortion facility in Charlotte owned and run by Deborah Jane Walsh. 
Walsh would tell patients unusual things such as the abortion was only being performed on a spirit or a fairy, one of the former abortion workers said. According to the report, Miss Walsh's unusual behavior combined with her keeping a firearm on the premises made clinic staff, including myself, fearful, fearful for our safety and the safety of others. Walsh also is accused of promoting herself as a nurse, even though her nursing license expired seven years ago. According to the Daily Wire, the North Carolina Board of Nursing website says Walsh's nursing license expired in 2015, but still describes herself as a nurse on the abortion facility website. One of the whistleblowers also described a situation in which Walsh appeared to be facilitating underage abortions, potentially enabling sex trafficking. I saw a man bring to the clinic a girl seeking an abortion. The girl seeking an abortion appeared to be under 16 years of age, although I did not verify her age since I was not involved in her care. Later, another worker at the clinic told me the same man had been there on prior occasions with different women or girls each time, the former employee said, according to the women's legal team. Another whistleblower said Walsh lived at the abortion facility, sleeping and cooking there, and often appearing disoriented and confused, according to the report. One of the whistleblowers said she was particularly disturbed one day when she heard a gun chambering around and then saw Walsh walk up with a shotgun. She said Walsh told her she thought burglars were in the abortion facility and, and sorry, I just got a notification on my phone. <laughs> so I get notifications when our credit card gets used and I did not realize Sebastian and Juan left to go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a notification of like from a credit card. Sorry about that. Um, she said Walsh told her she thought burglars were in the abortion facility, and Walsh appeared to believe that abortion workers were the burglars. This is a crazy story that should be shared everywhere because it shows just some of the behind the scenes that happens in abortion facilities. If you live in Charlotte, this is the Hebron um one. This isn't the one that Love Life goes to. But I know people that pray outside of this one. Um, that's crazy. That's so crazy. And if you listen to Have our- Have you been to this one before? I've driven past it. I haven't been to this one. I've driven past it though. And I know people that pray outside of that one. And I'm like, I wouldn't share. I shared this on my Facebook, you guys. So if you're friends with me on Facebook, check it out. And obviously we're going to link it in our show notes thing. But isn't this a crazy story? I saw it and I just like could not I just ugh. in That's, Charlotte like, first off like in Charlotte and I'm like I like you expect to hear these stories in like a third world country you know yes. like not like the U.S. and not in like Charlotte and it's like yes. I just can't imagine like first off getting an abortion but secondly you're going to get an abortion at like like you know your clinic with all of these yeah and all of these issues people don't know though what's crazy it's like you're putting like these girls are putting their health at risk not even realizing they are because they're told this is a woman's health care and that's why pregnancy resource centers are so freaking important like we need to be talking about them as often as possible and it's just so sad that these women, like, ha- has anyone died there? That's why I know it's what's crazy. Like, has any, like, any, like, this woman caused death to anyone? I'm sure. So, Students for Life is doing a thing where they're going and trying to see. So, I'm definitely going to send this to my friend that works there and just be like, hey, let's see what we can do in Charlotte. What they're doing is they're, like, doing a, the abortions, uh, abortion free city campaign they're doing one in chapel hill raleigh how far is chapel hill is in raleigh right yeah it's like 20 30 minutes outside of raleigh they're doing um a campaign uh like door knocking to let people know about their clinics in that area um that have situations like this and then oh and by the way the pregnancy resource center is right down the street they're doing that what what happened okay so sorry so Warren Sebastian went to get a beer and they took Kennedy with them and I had no idea. Oh wow. <laughs> oh. That's how ingrained you are in the pod. Such a serious topic. 
but I don't know how I missed them completely leaving. (laughs) We were talking about Kim and Kanye and it got really intense. I think you were really in it. Um, But yeah, so I think that it's why pregnancy resource centers are so important. And I, I also too, it's just, it's baffling to me that they don't report things like that. If a man is continually coming in with girls that look underage, I mean, you got to report it. If, like, it's better safe than sorry. But remember, I don't know if you listened to that one Melanie and I did with the lady who used to work at Planned Parenthood, but she said that mm-hmm. happened. Like, they would have people come in and, and be like, well, they have the right ID. And it's like, you know, there's something off, but they have the right, they still pay. Yeah, the right information. Yeah, and that's just so. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, that's just, I, I, that's terrible. How, and I just don't understand like how you can just watch girls do that. Ugh. As a woman, as a woman, how do you sit there and watch other girls do that? And then this Walsh lady sounds like she is going through some stuff. She keeps a shotgun yeah. there. Is she like waiting for something? She lives there? She, that is crazy. That is, that's, isn't that a health violation? Like, you can't, like you're not supposed to live in. Well, can you live in a is it supposed to be like no sterile? I think it has to be so but like I well I think there's a difference if it's like separated like you live upstairs versus the first floor that's not what it sounds like I don't know we don't know well, how no, I know that's up. not what it sounds like but that's what I'm saying like I think that yeah. could be an option yeah that's just so that's so crazy um but and it happened in Charlotte. So I just I want to reiterate to everybody listening, pregnancy resource centers are so important. Please find your local one and see what you can do. If you can't donate time, if you can't donate, oh, I'm sorry, if you can't donate money, try to donate your time. Do like we got to for the health of our fellow sisters, really. I cannot imagine the wacky things, not just like the death and destruction that happened but even just wacky things that could have happened she said it was formed on a spirit or a fairy and talk about misinformation yeah, it and sounds lying. like she's using like the crystals and like oh i bet she does all that fun jazz i bet she does do the crystals and yeah um oh god it's no big deal like it, it's whatever yeah oh my goodness um I'll do a quick mid-roll ad and then we can go to the one that I feel like you would like. I put in a sportsy for our sportsy gal. Um, I'm really just kidding. <laughs> something you can really talk about. Um, y'all go to litlco.com. Use our code those girls to get 10% off cute, spiritually based and run clothes and accessories. Um, they do not cave to cancel culture. All right. And we listened to, or not, and listened to our incredible interview yes. with the owner. Yes. All right. So, trans swimmer revives an old debate in elite sports. What defines a woman? For nearly a century, certain elite athletes have been subject to anatomical chromosomal or hormonal testing to compete in women's sports. At the Ivy League Women's Swimming Championships this week, many eyes in the crowd will be fixed on Leah Thomas, a star of the University of Pennsylvania team. In recent months, Thomas has made headlines not only for her speed, handily winning one Ohio race that went viral, but also for her gender identity. In 2019, while competing on the men's team, Thomas began to medically transition, taking testosterone blockers and estrogen. Although her swimming time slowed considerably, she's still a top competitor in several women's events, raising questions about the role of testosterone and athletic performance. You know, it's interesting, the last sentence, about when she took these blockers and estrogen, her time still slowed down. So it's it's really interesting to, like, see, like, how, like, our specific hormones really do, like, affect our bodies, you mm-hmm. know? Like, when he, she started, when... 
he was a, the person. Started, Let's just say the person. Let's not use pronouns. The person. When they started taking, <laughs> that's even a pronoun. When they started taking female hormones, it affected their performance. So I think it really just shows like we're all different, and like, mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing bad. It's like it's just what makes us like beautiful and incredible people. Um. How do you feel? So, like, as I feel like you've uh, talked about it before, but yeah, there is a difference. As a, okay, as a female athlete, like, there's a difference between like men and women, and yeah. like, like I played college golf, and like, for like, there's a difference between like how far I can hit the ball versus, I mean, even a girl that's like a foot taller than me, you know, but especially like a man, it's like a huge difference, and like we yeah. played different tees and different yardages and like there's definitely like a difference between like men's and women's basketball and like have like, you seen that times. viral video of that girl I think her name is Brittany saying she wants to fight not fight <laughs> she wants to go against I think it's like LeBron James and she says I can do it and then all the men are like <laughs> have you seen that video no okay but I think it just like shows like you know, I'm going to be team girl because yay girl power, but like she can't beat LeBron James. We don't even know who she is. Brittany Grenier. I like mean, that. heck, if she wants to go for it. Yeah, like, I want her to do it. There's, yeah. But she's not going to. There's just okay, a difference. So I read a book and this is really like, it's called Detransition Baby. And it's, and, it, and it's definitely a left leaning book. Um, it talks about abortion and abortion in a positive manner, but it, it gave me a big insight into the transgender community and understanding like kind of like the technology. So it was written by a transgender woman. Hmm. And so you really kind of get the insight of like, like, I would say the trauma of like them feeling like they've been born as their own gender and I'm not like con- like praising it condoning it or whatever but it, I really for me I've, I've never been around a transgender person I realize I've never and been around someone transgender either I honestly don't know anyone who's trans and so for me this book like even though oh, it talked about a lot of like left-leaning discussion it really opened my eyes and what's interesting too about this book is that in part of the discussion they the the author was nominated and I think won a big female literary award and there was a lot of discussion should she had won it which is ironic because that's kind of the point of the book too and (laughs) it's just like really interesting because The book's about, like, I mean, it's about this couple, but a lot of the discussion was this man who transitioned to a woman, but still didn't feel right, and then he transitioned back to a man, but, and so, the man's name was James, so funny, but the man's name was James, and then transitioned to Amy, but then he transitioned and changed their name to Ames. And so it just kind of talks about like gender identity and just really kind of like the struggles transgenders go through. And so it was just, it was really eye opening for me. Like, I don't like, I'm not like praising it or condoning it, but like the concept of transgenderism, is that the right, being transgender? But for someone that's never been around it, it was like really eye-opening. It just, it helped me understand it better. I think it can, so I think I get what you're saying. It is a very good way of learning so you can have more compassion, but that doesn't mean you're condoning. Like you, yeah. And that's exactly how I feel. Cause I think about, I love being a girl. I really do. Like, I mean, if you see, 
I'm the stereotypical girl, super girly. I could, when girls like, yeah, when I was younger, I was a tomboy. Was that me? Cannot relate. No, been I mean, really, I was a tomboy. I didn't care about my clothes until middle oh, school. Never, never been that way. I love being a girl. Absolutely love it. There's nothing about being a girl I do not like. I used to say, even I didn't like my period. No, I recognize that that's the fifth final side and I'm proud of it. Okay. So I can't imagine being born a boy and have and feeling all of this still you know what I mean so I do I have so much compassion but I think I hundreds well we know it's a mental illness and I think that when we hear that there's so much deeper about it so I think part of the problem is we're not treating it like a mental illness because if we if the person woke up and said for well I mean we already do this like the kid that's uh, a wolf like, you know, that in all metaphysical areas, I'm a wolf. Remember that video was like super popular for a while? No. Okay. Wow. She is not part of the culture. She is not part of the culture. Okay. So it was this video that was super popular, like when we were in college, that it was this guy. Uh, it was just a clip yeah, I from- was studying. Oh, okay. <laughs> not me. I'm just joking. I, I graduated. Um, anyway, it was like this clip from a documentary where the guy goes, in all metaphysical, uh, in my physical appearance, I'm a man, but metaphysically, I'm a wolf, and then he howls, and like, you know, that was like, aha, that's so funny, (laughs) he's so crazy, but I actually watched the documentary, and honestly, it's really sad, like, it's, this kid legitimately thinks that he is a wolf. Like, he thinks that he has wolf in him. And, like, I just remember his parents were saying, there's nothing we can do. Oh, that's what he thinks. <laughs> what are we going to do? And it's like, no, you can get him some help because that is not okay. And I feel like when it, like, unfortunately, that's the direction transgenderism goes in, A. And then, B, I feel like if we're not doing anything to, and we just can't allow, like, how people don't want Kanye do stuff I think that we also because of mental illness I think we should also care about people like that like I think but I think also too we also just like how we have compassion for Kanye because he's going through something we should have compassion for people who are trans as well and I think that like that's I'll tell you this I got a different perspective um I still stay strong in my beliefs but I get a different perspective when I watch an episode I tried to watch the bold type again and uh still couldn't finish it I loved it at the beginning and I tried to watch the bold type again and they actually had an episode where it was this person I don't remember which way they were going but it was this person they wanted to run like a 5k or something but they were under the I think they were under the male category but they wanted to be under the female category and they just felt like they weren't being true to themselves and they couldn't run under the female category but it was too late to switch over to the female category so they just really made it emotional and like they really pulled the heartstrings and I just remember thinking I never thought of it that way um I still think that we can't you cannot support that person you can't um it's still a mental illness but I do think it is we need to have compassion and and also pray for the person too. I well, think a lot of times you're not like praying. the biggest takeaway I got was it's just they didn't feel comfortable in their own skin. And so yeah. I think finding a way, I don't know how this would look or work. It's just finding a way to like make them comfortable with like being who they are. So I don't know. Yes, I, I agree. don't think and kind of going back, it's like I don't think it's like letting like men's people who were transgender women swimming against women I don't think that's, that's the way. way to go <laughs> no. I don't know but it's also like I don't know if the right call would be letting them have their own category I don't think you know? so either I think that would but that- if they're not comfortable being a man like then that's I don't I see that but that's like what I don't know like I don't think they should be swimming against swimming because it's like very different mm-hmm. um but I don't think there's also enough for their own category too yeah there isn't and then 
they should still I think that's why they should just stay with their sex assigned at birth I'm using quotes I think they should just stay with that and if they end up looking more effeminate because of hormones and so be it I just I really think that I don't I thank God that I think everybody has a sin and a struggle I'll be honest mine for example is my weight that I I can't imagine the gender thing but I can imagine hating your body like I you know being real and transparent just trying to relate to the story I I don't know what it means to love your body so I I don't know the answer in that sense and and I think that's my understanding from the book it's a lot of they don't love who they are they don't feel comfortable in the body they were born in right and so I think that that is a good comparison because like one of the other main characters was a cis woman who was biracial and so they kind of compared to like being biracial in like a time where it wasn't like being born to biracial parents in like the 70s yeah and so it was like a lot of discussion of like between like a cis woman but like being biracial and like um because like some of the discussion was like it was like uh I think it was like her dad was white her mom was Asian if I recall but even like the Asian community telling her mom why would you want to bring a kid into like the world like Mm. being biracial yeah yeah so so like it's I will say I gave it like two, three stars because I'm like, I didn't like how it ended because it didn't like wrap everything up, in my opinion. But for like, it was like really eye-opening. Well, I say that in the sense of like, we, God, because of sin, not because of God, because of sin, we all have our own things. And I am grateful that the transgender thing is not my thing and, you know, other things are not my things. I am grateful for that, but we all have our things. And this is just like a fight and a battle we have to have. And I hate that for people who feel that way. I think that's why also too, we got to do better as like the church to be able to, like if someone in your youth group comes up telling you that they feel this way, you can't automatically go, oh my God, ah, ah, ah. you can't react that way, which I'm sure the church has been doing for years oh this yeah is why we need to have conversations work on why you should for example for girls why you should love being a girl right now if you watch the news if you are on twitter i can i get why a girl might not want to be a girl if you are on twitter you're watching the news that make being a girl sound terrible so like that's why we need to um we need to be the ones who are the church specifically needs to be the ones who are like okay this is why you feel that way let's discuss let's talk more oh maybe this other thing is happening and yeah I just we cannot okay it because then it turns into things like this and it's just it's disordered it's not how God created us and if we're going to say that God makes no mistakes you know how did he make a mistake in that and making you your gender yeah i mean i think regardless we need to love people wherever they're at i think so too i think no matter what we have to love people um and i think we need to have compassion absolutely absolutely um so don't have an og blah 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 for you guys today but just remember to um shop at culture of life 1972 they have super cute things they just released this coat that i'm obsessed with and if there's one left in my size i might get it um in the beginning of the month of march i might i don't know ah, i keep looking at it i like look at it i'm like no i shouldn't ah, maybe i shouldn't no i shouldn't it's super cute you guys should check it out if you go to col 1972.com and use our code those other girls 1972 you get 10% off um and that's today's show that's a wrap we talked a lot (laughs) about a bunch of random things like three things that weren't even on the docket but that's okay that's what happens when you have a live 
unedited that's what this is an unedited show um if you are enjoying this make sure you rate review subscribe and if you are listening to apple Podcasts, please make sure you review it really helps with the algorithm remember you guys our goal is to eventually be in the top 200 in society but we can't do that without you so make sure you're sharing this and you're telling everyone um go over to our merch store we are wrapping up with our winter collection i have some cool really cute things coming out for our spring collection you guys are going to absolutely love we also have some cool things going on for gorgeous gorgeous girls vote make sure you're subscribed to the youtube channel because our videos are going to be on youtube and you're you're not going to want to miss what we're going to be doing with that you're also not going to want to miss like some of the things coming up like this year you guys we're in midterms and we have some really cool things going forward we have some really cool episodes that we're going to do the month of march is women's history month our interviews are going to blow you away. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is such a great episode. I should have told all my friends back in February to listen. And so go ahead and do that now so you don't have to say that in March. Um, trying to think of anything else. Anything else I should add it? I don't think so. Alrighty. So everyone, thank you so much and have a good rest of the day, night, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.